In the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible states that place. so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Awesome I pray that you are Come blessed by what you are about to hear or listen to. He can move this is a Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries presentation. Stay blessed. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So tonight, I just have a simple word for us. Amen. And Amen. As he said in my prayer that God himself will speak unto us and, and identify our spirits. Hallelujah. Amen. So just to start with, um, we're actually going to just continue a message um, that was preached last um, Sunday. Um, in Zion Impact, Aaron Keith preached a very powerful message on the essence of the yes. cross. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you were not here last Sunday or if you're not listening to it, please go and grab your copies now. On Zion, on Podbean, and on Facebook, please. They are, they are still available. Hallelujah. Yes, it's free. It's free. Amen. 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 So I'll be just picking up from where he left off. I'll, I'll try my best to. To pick up from where the prophet left off. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And today I want us to look at something very, I believe it's very critical in, in the life of every Christian. Everyone that has decided to give his or her life to, to Christ. And I believe this is the way that God has for us um, tonight. Hallelujah. And what we'll be speaking about tonight is, is the essence of growth as a Christian. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. Amen. The essence of growth as a Christian. And like I said, I'm directly pulling it from Prophet Keith's message, which is the essence of the cross. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, without the cross, there can't be any growth. Mm. Amen. Amen. And by growth, we don't just mean any, some people growing four, five, six feet. I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about growth as a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. So this one is not those who have stuck or who are stuck at like four feet, five feet, and they can't grow again. And Hallelujah. But we're speaking about the growth. <laughs> Let's speak to our lives. We're speaking about the growth of a Christian. Amen. I said I'll, I'll try and speak this in an hour. I, I, I pray I finish in an hour, but let's see what God does. Okay, we'll flow. We'll flow. Um, now, the, 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 there's something I want us to understand again about the cross. I'll just do like a five minutes um, touch up on, on Prophet Key's message. Just for us to understand, um, I, I don't know how many of us truly have, you know, taken our time to actually, you know, go to God and really ask him what it means to be saved or ask him why at all he came on earth, you know, to die for us. I and mean, we know about, about the reason why he came, you know, to, to, to redeem us from the hands of the wicked one. But I don't know how many of us have actually gone to God you know, to ask him, the Father, reveal yourself to me. Father, teach me indeed why you died for me. Teach me, Lord, the point of you coming to die for me. Amen. But we realize that the more we grow and the more we get to know him for ourselves, the more we get to know Christ through his word or through our growth, you would realize that there are certain critical points or certain things that are 
are of the essence or for us to understand why indeed Christ came to die for us. Hallelujah. We are going somewhere. Just, just, just follow me. Hallelujah. If, if, if you don't, if we, you, you begin your Christian life or you begin your Christian walk, you know, after giving your life to Christ or after, I mean, the altar call, if you begin that journey and you don't have any source or any point of reference for yourself, if you don't have any, any, any landmark or anything or any mark on you to, to prove for yourself or to teach yourself why actually you were a Christian or why you gave your life to Christ, no matter what you do, no matter how far sometimes you run, it will get to a point where honestly, you either stop or you backslide. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this, this, this is just for us to really understand what the, what the cross means to us. What, 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 what it means for the blood to be shed on our behalf. Hallelujah. I believe many of us here are living testimonies to you know, our lives from secondary school or from primary school or from the university or even from our current faces. You realize that many of your friends that even you looked up to began very strongly in their faith. Many of them began to, you know, they did wonders in your sight. Hallelujah. But then they are no more. They've just gone completely awire. Hallelujah. It's, 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 I'm not saying this is all the case, but I'm, 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 I'm letting us understand that for a fact, if you don't have your own point of foundation, if you don't have your own point of reference, if you don't have your own point of, of understanding to what the cross is, it won't be long and you yourself will be backsliding. It won't be long and you yourself will be doubting or questioning your own salvation. Hallelujah. But of course, the, the, the message of salvation is not something that we, we, we need to take lightly. It's, 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 it's what I call the, 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 I mean, the very meaning to why we are here on earth. Hallelujah. And, and that's, that's salvation. That's something that God gave to us through his son. Praise God. I mean, I know you've heard the common phrase that, oh, salvation is free, but, you know, it's not cheap. Salvation is free, but it's costly. I believe you've all heard that before. So, I don't know if you understand it like that. I'll just try and explain briefly so that we also have an idea of what that tense means. That salvation is free, yet it's costly, or yes, it's not cheap. And I'll use that to link onto what I want us to really dwell on today. Hallelujah. Now, I just want us to imagine something. Again, don't forget, we, we, are, we are coming from the back of the fact that the cross is of essence. Mm. That is the starting point. Hallelujah. Amen. So the cross in itself is the starting point or the reference to our salvation. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus dying on behalf of me and, for, and of you. Now, salvation in itself, when you, when you speak about salvation or when, when they say salvation is free, but it's not, it's not, it's not cheap. I, I read a couple of articles and, and I think one of them best described how I want to explain it. Just, just imagine perhaps um, you want to do, let's say, your second degree or your, master, your, your doctorate or, or whatnot. And um, the fee or the scholarship fee, whether for your accommodation, let's say if it's in the US, you want to go and do your, you know, your master's or whatever. The, there's, there's the cost of accommodation, there's the cost of uh, tuition, there's the cost of feeding or whatever. Now, you, you don't have the money, you don't have the, the capacity to, to, to purchase the luxury of getting a second degree or your doctorate. Amen? Amen. 
and then someone from afar sees a potential in you right and he sees that this boy or this young girl can actually rise or progress to various ranks in education and for some reason it could be god laying on the heart or the man out the man or woman out of you know just sheer desire or sheer willingness decides and says no kukwa i'll take up your 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 education and i'll sponsor your masters and even your doctorate and i'm going to pay for everything your accommodation your tuition everything now, Kukwa desires to obviously do her second degree or her, her doctorate, right? And she doesn't have the money now. So the Good Samaritan now comes inside and pays the cost of Kukwa's tuition and accommodation, right? Yes. So now the cost of the tuition and the accommodation and whatnot is now borne by the Good Samaritan, right? So now the Good Samaritan here is paying the price thereby giving Kukwa salvation. So Kukwa has received free salvation. She's received free scholarship because she didn't pay for it. She didn't die for it. Right? Now in the same vein, in the very, very same vein, Christ pays for your salvation by his blood on the cross. Don't forget, I said, the foundation that we're starting from is the essence of the cross. That's the starting point. Now, the Lord pays for your salvation by his blood. What many of us forget or have at the hindsight is that God through his son has paid for the salvation but there's a cost of living. Hallelujah. There's a cost of living. So our minds are only, you know, fixated on, on, on Christ dying for us. Oh yeah, the Lord has died for me. You know, that's it. And you, you have no idea that what he has paid for, the kind of life that God has paid for through his son that's salvation so we say salvation is free it is indeed free but it's not cheap hallelujah it's not cheap it's not anything that we can we can just take for granted and like i said many of us take it for granted or we we wash the idea away because we lack the understanding or we don't have any reference point for ourselves amen amen and that's what i want to look look at today on the on the essence of growth as a christian praise the lord hallelujah are you with me so far hallelujah we're looking at the essence of growth as a christian moving on from the cross just let's, let's look at a few foundational scriptures if we can look at psalm 92 verse 12 we'll just run through about four or five and then we proceed the first is Psalm 92, verse 12. It says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Take note of the words, shall flourish and shall grow. Amen. Amen. Let's look at First Peter 2, verse 2. First Peter 2, verse 2. Bible says as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby that ye may grow thereby again we're looking at the word growth hallelujah amen let's look at first Samuel 2 verse 26 first Samuel 2 verse 26 and the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men it says and the child Samuel grew on 
again we're looking at growth amen amen let's look at Luke 2 verse 40 Luke 2 verse 40 and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him Bible says and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him let's go to Luke 13 verse 19 Luke 13 verse 19 Bible says it is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden and it grew and waxed a great tree and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it again it's like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden and it grew and waxed a great tree and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it hallelujah praise the lord matthew 21 verse 19 Matthew 21 verse 19 and when he saw a fig tree in the way he came to it and found nothing thereon but leaves only and said unto it let no fruit grow on thee henceforth henceforward forever and presently the fig tree withered away can I have New King James please Matthew 21 verse 19 and seeing a fig tree by the road he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it let no fruit grow on you ever again immediately the fig tree withered away our final foundational scripture act 12 verse 24. Acts 12 verse 24 but the word of god grew and multiplied but the word of god grew and multiplied hallelujah amen like i said we're looking at the 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 the, the essence of of growth as a christian moving on from the cross hallelujah and i've just taken us through a few scriptures that highlight the importance or the essence of of growth as christians the bible i mean this is just a few verses that we will go through but you realize if you take a time and read through scriptures the bible is replete or so it's full of instances that that speaks about growth or that requires growth hallelujah amen are you with me so far amen I'd like us to look at something. There's something in the, uh, if the media team can please project uh, an image for me. It's just one image. Hallelujah. Amen. If you look on your screens and on your phones and, and, and wherever you are staring to the screen from, hallelujah. You see an image with, 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 or a diagram. That has four faces. So this basically, which I see in basically basic agric, is the various stages of, of, of seed germination. We are teaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. These are the various stages of, 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 of seed germination. I'll use this to explain a couple of things. I'd just like us to really pay attention to, to this image before uh, it's moved off your screen. So, okay, let me just, let me just go over briefly. So the first stage, which is labeled number one, ideally is the first stage of, of seed growth. Now what you see there basically is the seed in the ground. Hallelujah. Between stage one and stage two, or between the growth process of stage one and stage two, something that happens what we call imbibition. Imbibition, where 
uh, when the farmers you know throw the seed into the ground and it goes into the soil and is watered that first stage between stage one and stage two on your screens ideally is when the seed absorbs the water so the seed absorbs the water and there are certain enzymes in it that that um, take action and it makes the seed swell basically there's 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 a, a process of growth triggered by the application of water hallelujah amen 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 now in stage two what happens now is that at some point in time when the seed swells roots begin to germinate from the seed and they germinate and they go deep into the ground now these roots what they do now i mean of course the farmer is still going to be you know giving them water but now not just is it going through the imbibition or where the water fills the seed but what's happening now is in stage two as you see is that the roots are growing deep into the soil and the reason why they are going deep into the soil on top of what nutrients or what whatever the farmer is being given them these roots are going deep into the soil and they are looking for water themselves water that is underground hallelujah praise the lord amen amen hallelujah and then if you look at the third one now you realize that the growth now is happening in in, in two phases not just the the seed but now you have the the roots growing deep into the soil and then you have now what you call sprouts or i've forgotten the actual name but then something comes out of the seed and it's going upwards so there's an upward and it's a downward growth hallelujah Amen. and what the, the the reason why you have that growth on that's external what you can see basically is for the plant to trap in sunlight and undergo photosynthesis we all know what photosynthesis is right yes i mean yeah, we all did that yes. if you got two or three grand bees you and i know you know kadalele, kadalele. <laughs> amen so this this is just a summary basically of, of of the growth cycle of a seed hallelujah amen are you with me yes man of god are you with me yes man of god now like i said I really don't want us to miss the the point or the 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 the, the first foundation that the first point of call is the essence of the cross and then you move on from the cross but you cannot miss the picture of the cross else the forward movement or the growth is void hallelujah amen that's what I want us to 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 have in mind as I, I i continue to speak amen amen hallelujah so why am i speaking about all of this why am i talking about seed growth why am i speaking about growth why am i talking about the need to understand what it means to have salvation for ourselves why am i talking about what faces the seeds going to growth i mean I've, i have my own personal problems why should i care about a seed growing in the soil hallelujah amen but the reason why I'm, I'm bringing our attention to this, like I said, is that as a Christian, there's a mandate, if I can use that word, there's a responsibility on you and on me to grow. And there's no way you can, you can take your mind off that. Neglecting the factor of growth or neglecting the process of growth will do you great harm hallelujah and i want us to really pay attention to what it means to to grow as a christian or the essence of growth as a christian praise the lord hallelujah. so now the, the 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 whole concept of growth or the whole idea why why what's the point of all this now the, the first thing like I, I mentioned earlier the first thing you need to understand 
in the context of growth or in the idea of growth, child of God, is that growth, first of all, is not an option. You don't select to grow. You don't, you don't say, oh, today I'm growing small. Tomorrow I'll grow. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. Growth is not an option. It's a necessity. You have to grow. It's, it's expedient of us that we grow. And again, I'm not, I'm not talking about physical growth here. We're talking about growing as a Christian. Growing into the likeness of the Son of God. Who or through whom we have our salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we need to grow. Tell our neighbor we need to grow. You need to grow. You need to grow. Hallelujah. So growth is not an option. You don't decide to grow. You don't select to grow. You have to grow. And I want us to you don't just apply this even in if you want us to even, you know, cast the nets uh, father. We don't just if you want us to 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 should I say not only speak about growing as a Christian, but even in your home, in your workplaces, or in your responsibilities, or in your, I mean, your families, wherever. The idea of growth is, is, is something that, that is, 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 is expected. Every parent that, that gives birth to a new child does not expect the child to stay in, in a breastfeeding state or in a state where it's just doing mama and mama. I mean, that's, I, I don't think that's the expectation of any parents over here. Oh, do we have any parent like that here? Okay, it's a missed call. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. In that same way, we as babes in Christ, or we after receiving salvation, God does not expect us to, to, to end with salvation. Apostle has said it millions of times that if salvation was all that there is or all that there was, whenever you or I give our life to Christ, right that second pet, we should go to heaven. But after giving your life to Christ, that's when like now you've realized that yeah Charlie something is happening like I've, I've entered into some kind of contract I never knew about hallelujah Amen. and I remember like we said or like I was explaining earlier on at that point you realize that salvation is free but it's not cheap I hope I'm not missing anybody hallelujah Amen. so now like we said the idea of growth is not an option it's a necessity we need to grow no parent expects their child to, to remain to remain a babe or remain a, 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 a child. Another thing or another reason why we need to also pay attention to the point of growth is because there's a mandate God has given to mankind. There's a mandate God has given to man. And like we've studied so many times in Zion Impact from the creation story, if you could go to Genesis 1 verse 26 to 28. Genesis 1 verse 26 to 28. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the, all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28 then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Verse 28 again says, 
Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This is the mandate of man. This is the whole idea or the whole, when God was thinking about you and me, this is what he was thinking about for us. Now, there's, you, there's, there's no way these kind of, of desires of the father or the commands of the father that these things can be done by a baby. Hallelujah. These are not, these are not elementary things. We, 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 don't, we don't give such a mandate to a, a, a child. Hallelujah. There's, there's, there's a, an expectation that God has for each and every one of us. Praise God. And again, like I'm saying, the foundation of the starting point here is the fact that Christ died on the cross. He began the salvation process. And then we are expected to move on from there. We are expected to grow from then on. And if we are expected to fill a mandate like he has given us in the book of Genesis 1 verse 28, you cannot have certain young or baby mindsets to rule, to dominate. Hallelujah. Yes, I know we have, ex we have brilliant, divine, exceptional cases in the Bible where we have young kings ruling from age 8 to age 12 and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. Amen. But I believe they ruled in the intelligence and the wisdom of God that was given unto them. Hallelujah. We don't, we don't, we don't, again, we don't, you don't, you don't entrust something of, of great value into something that does not understand what the value is. You, you, you give value to something or someone that understands value. So the Bible says we don't cast pearls onto dogs. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of a, a dog does not understand the value of a pearl. Amen. 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 Similarly, we have, as you see, whether it's at your workplace or it's in wherever, you realize that the leaders or people that rule or govern these institutions are people that that have matured in in the field that they find themselves in hallelujah and these are all highlights or importances of what it means or the, the need for us to grow the need for us to establish ourselves as 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 as, as growing christians in the lord hallelujah the one sad thing and, and, I, and i know that one sad thing that we we see in today's ages of course that people are not growing or people have uh, are stuck like we showed in the diagrams either in stage one or stage two and it it it, it you can see this even you know translating or even telling the lives of, of of some parents that even though a parent might be 60 70 75 and they thinks of god you realize that the person is 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 really like a baby there's 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 the level of understanding a level of 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 kingdom agenda that he or she has is 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 very low or is very small because for the 70 60 85 years that this this adult has lived truly truly the person has not grown in christ amen and apostle has been telling us that over here if you don't if you if you you you, you don't align yourself to the teachings of god and to the growth process of god when we die and go to heaven we believe that you are going to be taught and taught all these things it doesn't mean okay then i'm going to just sleep while i'm here you might miss it hallelujah don't do a slack hallelujah so it's it, it's it, you one thing and again you see you, you might wonder okay fine this might not be any big deal you know like okay if if i can go to like 70 75 i can i get like Brother Keith was reading in the in on sunday that um 
the genealogy about people getting married or they had a wife, they had children, and then they died. You can have a life like that, but you realize that if I'm to let me say, just let me just try and take it. If you are to to go through a stage where you as a parent you don't grow in Christ and you begin to get children what exactly are you going to 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 grow your child on what exactly is the child going to grow on what exactly is he going to 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 live off because you yourself you've not developed yourself or you've not grown or are not growing in Christ what exactly are you going to what have you learned from God or what have you learned from the growth process that you might even give to your kids or to your children for them to also grow and like we said fulfill the mandate that God has for each and every one of us mm-hmm. hallelujah Praise the Lord. I, I really want us to understand the the, the 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 need and for all of us to really yearn and desire to to grow hallelujah Praise the Lord. amen one thing also we, we we need to understand as 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 christians here is that no growth process is 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 should i say easy or without pain hallelujah there's 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 i, I don't know of anything that grows in ease it's, it's, it's not possible hallelujah growth comes with pain growth comes with unpleasant situations these things give rise to to growth you don't grow by just drinking milk hallelujah you don't grow by just blabbering words as a baby growth comes through pain hallelujah so in 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 growing as well you 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 and i think also each time apostle preaches he tell you you tell you that god is not really not concerned about you know the the problems that you are that you are facing or the things that are that are disturbing your life what he is interested in as we would see in many accounts through the bible is how you go through them it's as though god knows that these are elements that are supposed to push you on to growth so in growth you must expect trials you must expect pain you must expect challenges these come with growth nobody grows without these things hallelujah nobody grows with these things and again these are all parts of the the whole package that our big sponsor in christ dying for us has covered with his with his blood onto us but where we now need to realize and understand that these are costs that we have to pay for not paying for the salvation itself but the cost of life as a saved christian Hallelujah. You, 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 you can't underestimate the, the, the cost of your life, the, the kind of life that, that Christ has paid for you. Amen. Hallelujah. If we can look at, let's look at Galatians 4 verse 1. I think yeah. Galatians 4 verse 1. It says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is a master of all. Let's let's go to verse 2 but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father hallelujah again from galatians 4 verse 1 we are seeing here clearly that the intention of of god or the intention or the purpose of god is for his children to grow 
hallelujah, is for a student for you and I to, to desire the state or the process of growth, not to stay as a child because you don't give an inheritance to a child. Ideally, you don't give inheritance to a child. Hallelujah. And so God in his own also divine wisdom has purpose that as long as you're an, you're an heir, honestly, you're not going to inherit much. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's something that God is asking and speaking to us today that we, 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 we need to start having a desire and start having a mindset that, that constantly checks that indeed we are growing or, or we are not growing. Praise God. Let's look at something again in the book of Matthew 13. Matthew 13, let's start from verse 24. Okay, verse 24. Another parable he puts forth to them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, do you not, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? And he said, No lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. He says, no, sorry, go back to verse 29. He says, no, whilst you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Now, in understanding again what the, what the, the concept of growth is, or what the, the essence of growth is, the parable here basically is speaking of by a farmer that went out to sow good seed. I remember also preaching a couple of messages also about about the about seeds and about the good seed. This is an unpopular opinion, but I believe this is true. Do you believe, or would you believe? I said you and everyone sitting here were all seeds. Hallelujah, that we are all seeds. That Valentine is a type of seed. Hallelujah. That Brian is a type of seed. Hallelujah. That Rendela is a type of seed. Rendela is not the same. He's a tree. <laughs> he says a tree. Rendela is not the same seed as, say, Brian or Reverend Butre. They are different seeds. Do we believe? Hallelujah. Let's look at Matthew 12 33. I think that gives more. Is, is it. Can you start from 32? Okay, let's go back to 33. Sorry. It says, Either make the tree good and its fruits good, or else make the tree bad and its fruits bad. For a tree is known by its fruits. Can we have another version? Say message. You have minds. 33. Matthew 12, 33. If you grow a healthy tree, you pick healthy fruit. If you grow a diseased tree, you pick worm-eating fruit. The fruit tells you about the tree. Hallelujah. The fruit tells you 
about the tree. Our fruits, you and I, tell us or tell other people about what kind of tree we are, what kind of person you are, what kind of ability or potential that God has put in us. Uh, I don't want to go too much into what I mean. The, I mean, the, we as, as seeds, but I want us to understand and have this in, in our hearts today that you sitting here are a seed. And if you are a seed, you need to now start asking yourself, what fruits are you bearing? What are people seeing about you to let them know or see what kind of seed God has placed in you? Hallelujah. For some, like the Bible is saying, you might be an orange tree and all you're going to produce are oranges and orange juice and whatnot. Hallelujah. If it's orange, I mean, everything that you can think about that comes from an orange fruit. The idea here is that each of us here now has been given a mandate or has been given a, a more or less like a, like, a, like a plan or a purpose that God has given us that categorizes who we are in him. And these are, I mean, by various seeds. So the parable that we read earlier, you realize uh, that the man asked his Lord if he should go and pluck out the, the tears. And he was quick to say, no, if you do that, you're also going to take out the good seeds amongst them. Hallelujah. And like I was saying earlier on, growth definitely does not come in ease. It comes with pain. And over here, you realize that the seeds were not growing just in the comfort of themselves, but they were growing with tears. They were growing with challenges. Hallelujah. You and I are seeds. You and I are offsprings of, of, of the King, of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that we are all is the, we're one body but in different parts. Praise God. So you are one thing and your brother or sister is another thing. But together, we all make up one seed. We all make up the body of Christ. Similarly, we could be different seeds or we could be different products that God has us. But we have one true vine, which is Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let's look at something again in the book of I think we read Matthew 21 verse 19 earlier if you could just go back to Matthew 21 verse 19 and seeing a fig tree by the road he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it let no fruit grow on you ever again immediately the fig tree withered away another version seen alone fig tree alongside the road he approached it anticipating a breakfast of figs when he got to the tree there was nothing but fig leaves he said no more figs from this tree ever the fig tree withered on the spot a dry stick the last version seen a lone fig tree by the road he went up to it and found nothing on it except leaves and he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. At once the fig tree withered. Hallelujah. Now, why must we grow? What, why, why must we grow? Why, why should we develop? Why must we, why must we grow? I've mentioned already earlier that, of course, the, the, we, we can't give certain mandates or dominions to, to children, to babes. We can't give inheritances to, to, to children. Another reason or other reasons why we, we need to grow is that the, the, the purpose of every seed sown is not to stay in the ground. Hallelujah. There has to be growth, evident growth from every seed 
that is sown by God. Every seed that has been invested by God's nature, every seed needs to grow. No seed is, is meant to stay in the ground. Hallelujah. There's no point or at no point must we decide or be very relaxed or complacent about, about wherever we are in Christianity. Amen. The essence is for growth. You need to grow. And again, as I speak about growth, uh, it, it, it's, it's important now that we understand that the growth that that's the, the, the standard or measure of growth that's expected of us is the same measure as the Son of God, as Christ himself. That as we grow, we grow into the likeness of Christ. That is the measure of our growth. Praise God. If you're looking at, 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 at people or people that you look up to, people that you want to, you know, be inspired by, you are always looking at people who have Christ-like nature. Amen. That's the goal of every Christian, to grow just like Christ in the position that God has called us to. Praise the Lord. So no seed must remain in the ground. Another reason why we must grow is that we need to bear fruit. We need to, to produce results. We need to produce results. Hallelujah. We need to produce results. I think this itself is a whole other sermon, but we need to produce results. Hallelujah. And this, of course, we can look at this in various forms of our lives, whether it's in church, whether it's at work, whether it's in the house. People that don't have anything to offer, honestly, at some point in time, are not considered, you know, useful. Just as Christ cursed the fig tree, as we read in the account of Matthew. Hallelujah. You, 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 the reason why you must also grow is that you need to bear fruit. You need to produce results. Now, if, if you want me to go more specifically, in your workplace, you need to start... Your, your labor should start giving off results such that your, your bosses or your managers can see that there's impact from where or what you are doing. Hallelujah. That there's impact. The impact is from the growth. If you are somewhere or in a, let's say, in a department or whether it's in a church department or whether it's a work department or even in your home and there are so many things that, you know, are expected of you and really, there's, 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 you are not offering anything. It's, it's, it's never... A pleasant thing in the owner's eyes. Hallelujah. Many of us, as 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 I mean, as sad as it is, we 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 are complacent. Like I showed in the in the C generation diagram, we are complacent in in the first stage, which is pretty much just you know being fed or absorbing all the water and becoming fat and growing big, and there's nothing coming out of you. Fat, not physically. Fat. The seed is becoming too big. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's nothing for it. You are not producing fruit. You are not growing. You can't be entrusted with, you know, with, with resources or with, or with uh, positions, whether at work or in church. You can't be given privileges if there's honestly no growth. Because nobody's going to entrust valuable things in babes. Hallelujah. So another reason why we must grow is that we need to bear fruit. You need to yield results. Hallelujah. Another reason why also you must grow is the fact that you need to grow so you can disciple others to grow. Amen. Clearly seen in the, in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, from verse 18 to 20. 
And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hallelujah. Another reason why you must grow is because you need to to disciple others as well. Like I was saying, you, you realize or you see that in some families or in most families or in most situations, there, there, there's, there are countless opportunities. Or there's, there's, there's so much potential that you see with, 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 with kids or with youngsters, or even like I mean, even us in our in our ages. There's so much potential, so much God-given ability that has been placed. In it. like I'm saying, these are seeds. You see, very viable seeds. You see, very seeds that have the ability to grow, like we read earlier into like how the mustard seed grew into a very big tree which was even housing beds and, and so on and so forth you see them so much so much everywhere that you look at someone and you're like wow if this person had you know my opportunity or if the person could could have the resources that i i have of what i even have you realize that this person could have done so much so much and and another sad thing is you also see how there are so many kids that again have potential so many god-given seeds that have the potential to grow into many massive trees but the leadership or the discipleship or the mentorship or the parenting or the supervision is is bad so the supervision or the mentorship or the monitoring or in back to our, our greek example the watering the catering the pruning the absence of all those things the 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 the, the the absence of of that effective mentorship that effective discipleship it makes the seed i mean it it it's it, it stunted it doesn't it doesn't grow it doesn't get to the point where it ought to grow why because it has lacked a particular nutrient or it's lacked a particular monitoring or management which was to be given by a parent or by a leader or by a president or by a manager or by you know a, a spiritual father and all these things are absent and so the child or the seed cannot grow hallelujah it's 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 i mean such for me i i read these are i see i mean for at work or even how i mean i like to look at for some reason i keep saying i mean my future wife forgive me i keep saying that I, I find it very um i'm quite afraid to hold you know like one week two week old babies like it's 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 <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 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 very i mean it's, it's, it's like it's delicate for me they look so like like the small thing pet then maybe when it falls on the limb will go off or like the head will fall down like <laughs> that's that's how it is in my mind hallelujah it's it's you see so many children i mean you see you, you you look at so many kids and sometimes you 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 see that this person now nah, if this person can have this opportunity or have this you know chance to grow it's it's the person will do wonders the person is going to make impact but there's no or there's bad you know parenting there's bad leadership there's bad governance there's there's what needs to push this seed into growth is absent 
Hallelujah. Amen. And so many of them just fall off along the way. They just fall off along the way. There's there's so much opportunity, so much grace that are that are wasted. And so Christ has given us as as his the mandates in the book of Matthew 28, like we saw, to go out there and make disciples, to go out there and raise people just as he is raising us. Hallelujah. So one reason why we must grow is that we must grow because you have to also disciple others or groom other people. Hallelujah. Amen. Another, not to more, I mean, this is more um, another dimension of, of, of why we must grow. And anyone who is sensitive to the times, who, will, who has fellowship with the Spirit of God, will understand that one reason why it's come of the essence to, to grow and to develop is that the kind of times we find ourselves in now at really dark times. You, you, you see that the, 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 the atmosphere is, is, is quite thick, it's quite pressing. And so it's, it's getting very, very difficult to, for example, be doing things that you could easily do, whether it's going to church, whether it's going, you know, called uh, your prayer life or your Bible study life. Things are getting hard because in the atmosphere, things are getting darker. Times are getting harder. And that is something that we also need to have at the back of your mind. If, 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 if we don't even aspire to grow or you don't desire to grow, like I was saying earlier, you definitely will be caught up with the, the, the current swing or the current wave of, 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 how, of how things are going. You'd, you'd miss it. You'd miss it. Hallelujah. You'd miss it. We ought to grow. We ought to desire to grow. We ought to, to, to build ourselves up and claim the inheritance and claim the, the mandates and the various positions that, that, that God wants us to, to, to occupy. Hallelujah. Amen. Another one final reason why we, we, you must grow again in the dimension of the spiritual is, is that as citizens and as partakers of KCF and of Zion Impact, Apostle keeps telling us, you pray and find out where God is taking us. Pray and find out where God is taking us. Where the ministry is going, and Apostle was saying that his, 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 his least desire is that he's going to raise pure mess. Hallelujah. Because where the ministry is going, it, 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 it requires that you, you, you grow into a certain state. It requires that you, you build up yourself and capacity into a particular state. Hallelujah. We don't, it would be very sad, like we keep saying that, very sad that the ministry will, will you know, as we are growing, take certain turns and, and you, you, you realize, you feel so behind or you feel so, you know, left out of so many things just because you've not developed yourself you've not aligned yourself to you know to the statutes or to the instructions or what the the ministry stands for hallelujah so one reason why you also you, you need to grow is because of where this ministry is going hallelujah hallelujah amen if you could just look at a few more things and then we wrap up so in 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 all of this um of course you might be asking yourself then okay fine I want to grow. I want to grow. How do I grow? I want to grow. How do I grow? What what do I need to grow? Hallelujah. We just look at a few things, and I've, 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 we've been sharing as we've been speaking. Um, for for the Christian again, like I said, the fundamental stage or the first point of call for growth is on the essence of the cross. 
we grow from salvation. We grow from our salvation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Part of the things or why we grow or how, how we grow is by the overcoming of trials and temptations. Hallelujah. There are so many stories. We will not go into so many examples now. There are so many stories from Joseph, from David, from you know, so on and so forth. These these men of God grew from the many trials and temptations that 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 came upon them. The many testings that 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 came upon them. Hallelujah. This brought growth. We grow, or one way that we can grow is by the overcoming of trials and temptations. Hallelujah. These things produce growth. If you look back in your life or you look at you look at yourself and you realize i mean how far you've become whether it's from school or from work or from ministry or whatnot you realize that the, the points in your life that you can highlight or that you can feel like oh charlie i've, I've come far you normally refer to reference it to a point of time where you've overcome something hallelujah so we grow by overcoming transmutations not succumbing to them not giving up by them hallelujah another way that we grow again is by the application of the word and prayer hallelujah another way we we grow is by the application of the word and again i'm not just talking about bible reading we're talking about the application of the word hallelujah i've forgotten the scripture but then it says that um something about how it's like looking looking at something in the mirror and then going back and forgetting how you look like or something. It's a, it's a verse like that. Exactly. Hallelujah. There's, it's not just in the reading of God. Today I've read Matthew 4. Okay, I'm going to work. I'm done. It, 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 won't, it won't come naturally. We're not saying that don't read the Bible. We're saying that growth in itself does not come by just Bible reading. It comes by the application of it. What the Bible is saying, what the Bible is telling us to do, are you doing? Are you following? Are you understanding? Are you gleaning from it? Are you putting it into practice? That brings the growth. These things water the seed. They nourish the seed. Not just the reading of it, the application of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another reason why or how we can grow I believe is by yearning or desiring for encounters. Hallelujah. By desiring for encounters. I know that, I mean, every young Christian, or when you give your life to Christ, you realize that after like a year or two, you mostly keep saying, Charlie, I want to have an encounter. Pray for me, I want to have an encounter. You know, like, you really want to have an encounter. Reverse <laughs> Keith. Hallelujah. Encounters, honestly, they bring growth. Hallelujah. Encounters bring growth. Again, there are many examples we can look at. I just want to finish some things. So, but encounters bring growth. And again, in the in like we were explaining earlier on, when you look at the essence of salvation, and I was saying that as a growing Christian, you yourself you need to be convicted. You don't you 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 can't live off your Christianity because they've told you that you give your life to Christ, so you are saved. there's nothing in it. It's empty. I mean, if I can be very raw, there's there's nothing in it. You have to want to know Christ, know God, have your personal experiences for yourself. Not, not, should I say, looking at somebody's experiences for your growth. If, I mean, you can talk about men of God having experiences and all of that, but 
that, 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 that's them. You need to look at yourself also. You need to pray and also desire for encounters because these things propel us, but they push us into different dimensions where we, we are illuminated or we are, we are, we are giving you know, a different dimension where it enables us to grow the way God wants us to. Hallelujah. Encounters propel growth. Hallelujah. Encounters, they propel, they propel growth. Praise God. Then if we can look at, I think we've covered this already, but if we can look at the dangers of, of not growing, what do we stand to lose if you don't grow? And I mentioned earlier as well that many of the times people who are not growing or people who don't apply themselves to the foundation of, 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 of the word or growing in Christ, they depart from the faith. Hallelujah. Their love for God or the things of God grows cold when there's no growth. Amen. When there's lack of growth or the danger of, of not growing is that you depart from the, from the faith. Many things of God they, they lose their appeal to you. Amen. Another reason why or another danger of not growing is becoming very familiar. When you stay in one place for a long time, you might feel, you are tempted to feel that, Charlie, you've, you, I mean, you, you think you've, you've understood it all or you've seen it all. You've gone for all the prayer meetings, you've gone for all the teaching services, you've gone for all the ASVs, you've gone for all the services, you've even gone for programs. So, Charlie, it's like, even when you go cry, what the man of God is saying is like you've heard it before, you've, you know, you've seen it before. It, it, it's such mindsets don't give you space to grow. They they limit your growth, and that's familiarity. Hallelujah. One danger of, of not growing is that you become very familiar with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Another thing or another danger of not growing, like we said, it's you you are unable to 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 stand on your own. When there's there's the hard times or where there's you don't have any you know close superman or superwoman to give you counsel or to to give you advice or something you 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 can't stand on your own. Hallelujah! I think there was just some there was some funny thing that that they were that I saw on TV some time ago or so. It was I think it was with I can't remember the whole thing, but they had put like a mini swimming pool, and I think their parents were were swimming or so. And they had put their um, swimming jacket, the life jacket, life jacket, actually, the life jacket on the on the toddlers. So as the parents were swimming without the life jackets, but then the toddlers were in the pool and they were like, you know, they were swimming. They were really like feeling g like yeah, they are swimming with their with their co-equals. Good, hallelujah. And then at some point in time, they took off their life jackets and they all began to you know go down. Like, of course, they saved them. But the lesson there was to let them know that what was making them assume or feel like they are their co-equals in the swimming was a life jacket. Hallelujah. Similarly, if you, you, one danger of not growing, I've already mentioned um, familiarity, but one danger of not growing is that you can't stand on your own. Hallelujah. You might think you have it all, you know it all, you understand it all, but you realize that when trial and temptation come, you can't stand on your own. Hallelujah. You can't stand on your own. Praise God. Hallelujah. So now, child of God, I, 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 like we've, 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 we've spoken a lot. We've, we've given a couple of examples. 
if 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 we, we leave here tonight, if we, we go into our homes and we go back into our busy shadows, what I want us to remember again, that the primary reason or the first thing you need to remember is the essence of the cross, salvation. And moving on from the cross, there's the essence of growth. Hallelujah. The truth, I mean the honest truth, is that the choice is yours. You can choose to grow. Or you can choose to not grow. But like we've seen, there are so many things that 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 we go through if we don't grow, or if we don't decide, or if we decide not to apply yourself to the to the ways of growth. Hallelujah. We need to decide within our hearts that from you know at each point in time of our lives, you 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 have to be measuring yourself or you have to be realizing that you are growing or you're not growing hallelujah the truth also is that in your not growing or in your growing we are all going to be measured by the standard of christ amen that is the sad or the exciting truth depending on how you're looking at it from amen you'll be measured by the standard of christ what god has put in the sun or what god has called you the kind of seed he has made you to grow in the likeness of his son is what you're going to be measured by. Amen. Amen. And like we said, in growing, the goal is to grow and become Christ-like. Hallelujah. So many of the times you can honestly see growth in people by how much God they have grown into or how much God-like natures are in them. Hallelujah. And the heart of God this evening is for us to, to want to grow in him. Is to want to constantly yearn to grow. Is to want to constantly keep growing in who he has called us to be. Hallelujah. Some of us might enjoy the, the taste of milk. Some of us might enjoy the taste of being pampered. But there are different reasons and we have seen tonight that some of the reasons or why or what are the dangers that come with with not growing not developing yourself as a christian hallelujah for some to you 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 realize that you, you might have felt that you have had setting foundations but tonight the main foundation we need to understand is jesus himself him and his crucifixion being the essence of our growth why we need to grow Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that from tonight we, we, we shall constantly and we shall yearn to embrace the growth process and we shall yearn to understand when we are going through things and when we are, we are feeling nonchalant or we are feeling lazy and not wanting to do anything. We shall remember that, that God has a desire for us to, to grow into his likeness. And these traits or everything that we've spoken about now really are reasons or the essence of growth as a christian hallelujah let's pray thank you for listening this recording was brought to you by kingdom christian fellowship ministries stay blessed my god